1: I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox, continuing our very special live broadcast today from the Midtown Manhattan offices of Eisner Amper, one of the leading tax and advisory companies in the city. And now we're going to be talking, in fact, to one of the most prominent women in the New York City real estate industry. She's become one of New York's most active owners, having accumulated a substantial portfolio, Pim, of commercial real estate holdings valued in excess of one billion dollars. That was
2: the number I was going by. One billion dollars. Leslie Himmel, managing partner Himmel and Marengoff Properties. But right now, let's go to Charlie Pellet. He's in Bloomberg, Bloomberg
0: business flash. And I uh, thank you very much, Pim Fox. And thank you, Kathleen Hayes. It is a down day on Wall Street. 29 minutes to go ahead of that closing bell on this Monday. Final trading week for the month of September. S&P 500 index now down 15. That's a decline of 7 tenths of 1% banks. Financials declining today. Deutsche Bank is down 6.9%. The Dow down 134 points off of session lows, but down 7 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ is down 8 tenths of 1%. A federal appeals court has ruled that American Express can provide, uh, can prohibit merchants from steering customers to credit cards with lower transaction fees. That case involves about $50 billion of merchant fees annually. American Express down today by 4 tenths of 1%. Deutsche Bank shares falling to a record low amid concerns the German government will not stop, uh, step in to back the lender. Deutsche Bank down now by 6.9%. Oil producing nations have been considering limiting an output to uh, counter a global glut that has made uh, cut crude prices by more than half from their 2014 peak. Saudi Arabia and other OPEC members are meeting in Algeria this week and may consider freezing production in an effort to shore up prices. Crude advancing to today up 2.6 percent west texas intermediate up a dollar 18 a barrel to 45 dollars and 65 cents gold up 230 the ounce climbing two tenths of one percent to 1339 and at 332 on wall street now let's take a look at other news from around the world on bloomberg radio
3: Thank you, Charlie, from the Bloomberg Newsroom. I'm Jill Schneider. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton will face off in the first of three debates tonight, and a new Bloomberg Politics national poll finds them in a dead heat. But the candidates won't be the only ones under scrutiny this evening. Bloomberg Washington Bureau Chief Megan Murphy says the moderator will also be watched closely. Lester Holt's role as a moderator, in particular, as a fact-checker, has come really to the forefront, particularly in the wake of the commander-in-chief appearance they both had on the Trepid in New York a few weeks earlier, where Matt Lauer, who was hosting that forum, was accused of not sufficiently coming back at Donald Trump on a few of his statements. In particular, Donald Trump frequently says that he was against the Iraq War. Matt Lauer didn't challenge that, and he attracted a lot of criticism. So I expect Lester Holt to be a forceful presence in this debate, particularly on fact-checking. And you can join us tonight for live coverage and analysis of the presidential debate beginning at 7 p.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg Radio and 8.30 p.m. on Bloomberg Television. The family of Arnold Palmer is waiting until after the Ryder Cup this week for a public farewell. A family spokesperson says the last thing Palmer would want is for a golf schedule to be interrupted. He died last night at the age of 87. The government star witness in the George Washington Bridge case was back on the witness stand today telling jurors it was his idea to close access in 2013. Former Port Authority official David Weilstein pleaded guilty last year to orchestrating the traffic jams near the bridge. Global news 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Jill Schneider. This is Bloomberg. Charlie?
0: And we thank you, and we're brought to you by National Realty, managers of New York City cash flow real estate, providing you 12% annualized returns with immediate monthly distributions. See them at nria.net. Recapping, S&P down 15, a drop of 7 tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellett. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio.
1: This is a very special edition of Taking Stock Today. We're coming to you from the offices of accounting and advisory firm Eisner Amper as they prepare for their annual real estate private equity summit this Wednesday, the 28th, down at Pier 60. And there's going to be... Hundreds of private equity investors, real estate developers, and more talking about the real estate investment environment. So how perfect that we have with us today uh, one of the most prominent women in New York City's real estate industry, Leslie Himmel, managing partner, founder at Himmel Amerigoff Properties. Welcome, Leslie. It's great to meet you. Thank you for having me. So uh, tell us a bit about your company. What part of the real estate industry you specifically fit into?
4: Stephen Marengoff and myself formed Himmel and Marengoff Properties about 32 years ago. And through the past three decades have accumulated a privately held portfolio of secondary office buildings. We're known for buying in emerging neighborhoods like Times Square before, before it became popular. Park Avenue South back actually in 1979, uh, down on, uh, Noho, Soho. Everything now has a name. We purchased, um, something out in Long Island City in 1986. So we've been known for buying properties, emerging neighborhoods, renovating, Repositioning and retenanting and then holding them for the long term. We have continued in this market. We have a few billion dollars worth of secondary office buildings. We are continuing to spend a lot of time on renovating our properties, financing as much as we can in the lowest interest rate environment that we've ever seen, and getting ready for what we think is going to be a change of a cycle. We've been Delighted that Steve and I have had a fantastic partnership, very unusual. You know, two individuals have amassed a portfolio and stayed partners for so long. Um, Steve Maragos is probably my, my best friend mm-hmm. and challenges me every day. He's an engineer in training. We have our own management and leasing company that helps us keep those buildings full.
2: The effort to um, put together this whole portfolio, uh, as you mentioned, um, more than 30 years... Uh, what would you do now if you were just getting into the business? Where would you be looking?
4: Well, I wake up every morning feeling like I am just getting back into the business As I wake up saying, what can I do today to increase my portfolio? Um, my, my son's over at Jamestown Properties. I guess he's just starting in the business. You can't really find properties as much off-market like we used to. Um, But I think you're asking a really good question because Steve Maringoff and I have been asking how do we reposition ourselves this year after building a war chest of a few hundred million dollars of cash to go and buy as the cycle starts to change and where will those opportunities exist? And I tell you where we think it's going to happen is the last few years we've had a rising tide and in a rising tide the operator is almost like a janitor or a custodian and it's, they're important, but asset values keep going up. As interest rates change and I think the 20 million square feet of property gets added to the commercial stock in New York, we believe that there'll be a, a little bit of a tide going down, and that's when the operator becomes so important, then we become the captain of the ship and very, very important. So I would keep going at the same thing in a slightly different energy level. So
1: change of cycle, you're talking about the interest rate credit cycle I imagine, and as an aside, Eric Rosengren President of Boston Fed, who I had a chance to speak to a couple of times out at the Jackson Hole Fed Conference in August, has given a couple of speeches lately, his worry about a commercial real estate bubble. Do you see anything like that and are you then kind of girding for this change from pools of liquidity everywhere, very low rates around the world, to something less generous? That's a great question, and um,
4: the answer to that is yes. Trees do not grow to heaven. Interest rates don't stay at zero forever. Uh, the, I saw a chart last week at uh, M&T's board meeting where I'm, I'm on their board where we had a chart of all the negative yield bonds that are being held in Europe. Um, we know this will change. And what my concern is in real estate, when you have a zero interest rate environment, we just, we just borrowed for at 1460 Broadway at 3.6% interest only 10 years It's record lows. We love it, but that might be causing an asset bubble, which for operators like ourselves will create an opportunity to buy again.
2: That opportunity assumes that you've got the cash or the wherewithal in order to execute. Are most people prepared for that, or is that an outlier? Do you find yourself having to explain why you're holding money on the side?
4: I think Warren Buffett was a market timer and would hold cash when he really thought it was precedent to do so, and we're similar. Uh, A lot of our competitors will finance 90 percent, maybe don't want to have as much cash on the sidelines. Uh, That's been our philosophy. We've been frozen in the eighth inning for quite a Mm -hmm. while, and uh, perhaps we have uh, some extra innings to go, but we're ready to pounce when that market changes.
1: Well, pounce indeed. We're looking forward (laughs) to seeing how it goes. Uh, Pouncing has worked pretty well for you so far. Great.
2: Thank you very much. Uh, Leslie Himmel is a managing partner and the founder of Himmel and Marengoff Properties, based in New York City, uh, talking about the future of New York City real estate. Thank you very much for being Thank with you. us. In anticipation of the fourth annual, yes, Eisner Amper Real Estate Private Equity Summit taking place at Pier 60 on Wednesday, the 28th, this is Bloomberg.
1: A changing credit cycle, a Federal Reserve that's ready to raise interest rates, very important for the real estate market as we continue our special live broadcast here at Eisner Amper, We're going to look at the bond market with Dan Fuss of Luma Sales on Bloomberg Radio.